cheating is often due to a feeling of inadequacy with the guy. She's learned this. Not the girl. What does that mean? Hello, my name is Mrs. Melanin. And I'm Belief Mel. And we're here with episode... <laughs> 80... I want to say Five? 88. No. <gasps> oh, 89. 89. Goodness gracious. Of How, How Merry Are You? Ah, uh, my name Belief. This is Yvette, and we've been married nine years. Live in California, and we got four kids. Relationship scary and it's very necessary that we share all of our struggles and we ask how, how many are you? Every Tuesday and Thursday, shawty. <laughs> you listening, you're in the wedding party. Feeling it, it's okay to put your hands up. You got the questions, we got the answers. It's chocolate baby story time. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Hey, yo, it's, it's chocolate baby story time. One, two, three, and... You go first. I'll go first because yours is kind of way funnier than mine. Well, I have two. Well, oh, I'm sorry. I no, know. no, no. Just do the... Babe, n- I just have something to tell you though real quick. Can we cancel Chocolate Baby Story Time? I just realized what I want for my birthday. <laughs> and I want them to know. Oh, gosh. I want everybody to hear it so that you know what I want to do. Okay. Can this... All right. Right now. My birthday... Comment section below. Do you feel bad for me? <laughs> Okay. Well, the thing is, Go ahead. oh, if you watched a Patreon episode, you'd know that we have birthday issues. But anyway, it's bad. Go ahead, um, babe. I want us to do a song together. Mm. Dang! See, I knew you wouldn't be enthusiastic. It's a very easy, free thing to do. How do you know it's easy? Okay, it's free. It is free, and it just means we get to spend some time together in the studio. This is the studio. I know. Okay. Okay. Babe, do you know what next month is? My birthday month? Besides that. Raya's birthday month? Besides that. Uzi's birthday month. Besides that. Father's Day. What is Father's Day? (laughs) Non existent. Apparently. What is Father's Day to a fatherhood influencer? You're right, babe. I mean, I think I forget. I think it's doable, but it's like the busiest time of the year. It's like Christmas. It's yeah. literally the thing. I know. And you know what we have coming, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Guys. Okay, we're getting sidetracked. Oh, yeah. Come Let's on. go back to Chuck Goodness and gracious. Time. <laughs> It's Chocolate Baby Story Time. All right. Chocolate Baby Story Time. So, I went upstairs to prepare our children to go to bed. To bed. Okay. Mm-hmm. When I get up there, I know Raya, right? We know we can't trust Raya. We found chicken nuggets in his room from like months ago, and you're just like, "Yo, why is this here?" I die, die. Like he he takes some. He, I don't. We don't even allow food upstairs. So I don't know how he got him upstairs. But that's not what I'm. That's not the story time today. I know. He, he he said his reasoning was in case I got hungry during quiet time because quiet time is right after lunchtime, y'all. So he takes them up, sticks them in his pocket. Now they are rock hard, and I saw I wanted to make him eat it, but that's not what that's not what we're doing. Oh my today. gosh! Yeah, I wanted to just have, watch him chew you on it. You know what? I baby think I teeth. would condone that. I tried, baby, and you said no. But listen, <laughs> so the point, the thing is, I went upstairs and I'm trying to clean under Raya's bed because you know how he likes to hide stuff. <laughs> so I'm like, clean up all this stuff, Raya, and then 
I go in this bed and I found two pack bags. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean pack bags? There were two pack bags full of clothes. And Where I said, what is this? Where are you guys? Where are you guys going? They said, we're packing for when we go to Levi's house. Oh, my goodness. Now, we have been like trying to plan a anniversary uh, trip, but we don't know if we're going to be able to go nowhere because of that Rona. <laughs> so we told them, we were like, hey, do you guys want to go with us to Hawaii? Because mm-hmm. that's where we're thinking about going. Or do you want to stay with Levi? And stay at Monet and Levi's house. And we didn't even ask Monet and Levi. <laughs> so if y'all listening, hey, you know what I'm saying? After that Rona. So they were like, yeah, we were we started to pack uh, because we, we said we might go. Mm-hmm. And like we told them it was not for months. They don't even know. Yeah. That's why I don't tell them nothing. Yeah. I don't tell them anything until right before it's going to happen. They packed full on underwear. They packed everything. They had toys in there and oh, all that. Oh, my goodness. They had underwear in there? Underwear. They need to get that underwear out because we know we don't be doing laundry like yeah. that. They need to clean Yeah, I thought they was going to run away. <laughs> I thought that's what you were going to tell me. Oh, those yeah. children. All right, so go ahead. Let's hear Okay, it. y'all. So if you are a real parent or auntie or uncle, and you allow your kids or nephews or nieces to use your phone, then you know about what I'm talking about. Sometimes we just let the kids have the phone and go around there like, Mom, can I take pictures? Mom, can I take video? Yeah, go ahead, do whatever. Just get out of my face. Yeah, leave me alone. <laughs> so tonight, like, or the other day I got an alert that was like, um, you don't have any more space. And I was like, what the heck? She got my, mad gigs. Yeah, I have a lot of gigs. I got, like got me a phone with a lot of gigs because I take a lot of video and pictures. And so um, anyways, tonight I was like, let me just go ahead and clean out my um, pictures because I was seeing lots of foreheads. And then I was seeing very unflattering pictures of myself, which I will not ever show. I deleted them. But I um, was deleting a bunch and I was like, let me look at some of these videos. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> I found a video. If you if you are not following Yvette on Instagram, follow her right oh now at goodness. Mrs. Melon. It's so funny. Go ahead, babe. Sorry. I found a video of Theophilus. And at first it looked like, oh, he was I thought he was gonna I clicked on the video because it looked like he was taking a selfie video and he was gonna maybe say something funny or clever or whatever. Y'all, next thing I know, this fool, sorry. Sorry, he's a fool. <laughs> took my phone and just started licking my phone <laughs> as though he was cleaning his paws or my phone i don't know what he was doing i don't know what was going through his brain babe but he just licked the phone and it was like he looked both ways like yeah like uh, to see if anybody was looking and he just went Ugh. yeah tragic Ugh. it's funny super hilarious because you're like why is this happening what is going on uh children like for a moment he reverted back to uzi because you know uzi doesn't put everything <laughs> in his mouth puts everything in his mouth goodness gracious that, yeah i don't know the more they change the more they stay the same <laughs> all right let's oh, hop into gosh. some of these dilemmas okay it's tuesday so you know oh it's ask how married are you and we have uh some emails and possibly a phone call that um you know you guys can actually send us so uh yeah, if you have done that, you can always email us at how married how at how married are you at gmail.com. And you can uh, send us a voicemail on our Google phone, which is 760 335 
760-335-6643. We will disguise your voice if you want us to. Please tell us if you want us to so we can go ahead and do that. Um, so, you know, if you have any type of dilemmas that you're just confused about certain season, singles, married, whatever, just go ahead and ask how married are you. So we're going to go ahead and hop into this right now. All right, let's go into our first voicemail. Hey, so what we're going to do is we're actually going to not play that at all. Okay. And I'll just tell you what, what, what the guy just said. So basically it's a guy okay, and he lives somewhere in America and he wants to propose to his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Um, but he got interrupted by the coronavirus, mm -hmm. uh, COVID-19. So he is trying to figure out the most creative and sentimental way to do this. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, because he really likes her and he's, he's done this before cause he has been, uh, engaged in the past and he wants to make sure he makes it special, but he's kind of blocked by COVID. So, um, he's asking us for, uh, creative and sentimental ways. And so do you feel like it's safe to assume that she is someone who would appreciate grand gestures? Or do you think that she's someone like you who would not appreciate grand gestures? There's no one like me. I'm the worst. Well, according to... According to the comment section. No, huh? Just joking, go. <laughs> I was going to say the Patreon com comment section actually was on your, like, oh. they were favored you oh. so there are people like you okay but i don't yeah. i don't think she i don't think this is one of those situations when you think she like she would like a grand gesture um you know what other question are you excited to hear mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like there's no question that is like that exciting actually there is oh wait okay i hear you you know what i'm saying i mean if you came to me and said do you want to go to hawaii today or tomorrow that's a good question but is it more is it bigger of a question than will you marry me? You mean how much more of an important question? Yeah. It's the most important question she'll ever be asked. Mm hmm I think. So I, th you know, yeah. So I think it's a grand gesture. It, it, it must be grand. It doesn't have to be over the top. Because my thing, the reason I'm asking this is it like, okay, do we have the family there? Or do we just have this a moment between you and I in a beautiful location with all the like whatever does that make sense that's what i'm trying to think of like are we trying to do this with her family around mm -mm. it's because, just the two because i feel like you're ir irresponsible then you know what i mean like if you're trying to be you know like you know us uh, distances or whatever what it's called social distance yeah if you're trying to do the social distance thing i think it would be irresponsible to have her family come you risk it all you know what i'm saying for that i think it would be more sentimental if you you know, uh, hired a videographer mm. or a photographer and Both. photographer, right, to capture the moment. Mm -hmm. That way her family can know in a special way and mm -hmm. she'll always have that memory. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I think that, but I don't necessarily believe that you have to, you know, have the family around because I know that is a special thing, mm -hmm. you know, is to have an audience. Mm -hmm. Um so, man, I think you can get really creative here. You mm -hmm. know, I think it can be uh, simple, yeah, elegant, creative. I don't know what type of person you are, but I think, um, you know, you can even have, you know, like some creators, you know, that people that, you know, she may be a fan of, you can book them on Cameo and ask them to do that, like something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like where like, 
you know, somebody famous like sends her a message like, hey, such and such <gasps> wants to know if you can. Oh. You know what I mean? Okay, so look. I was going to say you could also do like a Zoom call, like a couple's game night or something, and then figure out some kind of fun way to do it that way. No? Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, like, look at all these people who have, you know, cameos. You can do it like that, too, you know? Wait. Have someone else ask her if he w- if she will marry him. Is that is that that's not, not romantic? I do not like that idea. So sorry. Okay. What does that sound like? A way you want to start your union? Hey, know, man. hey, Yvette. Glenn wants to know: Will you marry him? Yeah, that doesn't sound good at all. Nah, bro. I will not. If he wants to know, he better ask me himself. Yeah. Don't, man. You know what, man? <laughs> I'm out of the game. I am out of the game. I have no Okay, here's the thing for me. The thing is, you probably you she probably will want to look cute. But then she may not. It depends on if she wants to look cute or not. Okay. So if she's someone who doesn't really mind looking, you know, whatever, then take her on a hike. I mean, yes, a garden is a nice idea, but what if there is a nice hiking spot that's beautiful or whatever and you can have a photographer and videographer go ahead of you and you plan to kind of like take the path or whatever and arrive there at a certain time and maybe you don't have to go too far but it could be a really cute place with a nice backdrop of the landscape and all the goodness then i don't know you gave away the location okay we'll just take it out (laughs) sorry guys we took that out sorry we just gave away the location (laughs) yeah uh yeah that's cute i don't know dog I wish I don't know. Creative? I need more information. You know what? Oh, we do have his phone number. I guess we could call him. Uh, yeah, we and should call him. We should be calling some people. Let's call him right now. What's his name? Oh my gosh, we're calling him. What's his name? Your call has been forwarded uh, to an automatic voice message system. Hello, I'm Mrs. Melanin. And I'm Belief Mel. And we're calling you back. Yeah, we're trying to figure <laughs> out more details. About the young lady you're about to propose to. We have questions. Yeah. So if you want to give us a call back and just tell us a little bit about her, and we could probably give you better information because right now we're not we're not doing good trying to guess what she likes. So uh, call us back. Let us know. And I hope you're having a great night. All righty. Bye. Okay. Next one. Babe. First off, thank you so much for your podcast. As a single Christian, your podcasts provide me with so much wisdom on relationships that I really do take with me and use to help me navigate through my own. Thank you for letting God use you in this way. You have no idea how insightful your discussions are. So I'm writing because I really like this guy. Love, actually. And know that the, oh, sorry. And know that his previous relationship ended due to cheating. I don't believe once a cheater, always a cheater. And even learned about how cheating is often due to a feeling of inadequacy with the guy, not the girl. As a result, I don't didn't hold his past against him and gave him a shot. And even to an extent felt bad for his feelings of inadequacy. However, I just found out yesterday that he was having sex with this girl for about the span of a month and This ended two weeks ago. I'm a virgin and we don't have sex. I don't need consolation and and I and no, there's nothing wrong with me. But what's his deal? 
I thought we were really working towards something. I'm starting to believe. Hold on. Let me back up. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. what is happening? <laughs> hold on. Hold on. How long have they been talking? So I'm ready because I really like this guy. Love, actually. She's saying she loves him and know that his previous relationship. Okay. Ended in cheating. Um, inadequate feelings of inadequacy with the guy. I Wait a minute. She, did she just like she says? I don't believe once a cheater always a cheater. I always no always a cheater. Okay, and then she said, um, how cheating is often due to a feeling of inadequacy with the guy. She's learned this, not the girl. What does that mean? <laughs> Cheat? How? How? If the guy cheated, maybe. If the guy cheated, he's feeling inadequate. I don't know, babe. This is what she's learned. Let's just move on, okay? We told you that. <laughs> As a result, I didn't hold his past against him and gave him a shot and even to an extent felt bad for his feelings of inadequacy. However, I just found out yesterday that he was having sex with his girl for about the span of a month and this ended two weeks ago. I'm a virgin and we don't have sex. I don't need consolation and know there's nothing wrong with me. But what's his deal? I thought we were really working towards something. I'm starting to believe once a cheater, always a cheater. I'm heartbroken. What do I do? Should I confront him? Leave him? What? You haven't confronted him? Sorry. Leave him? I know this has nothing to do with me, so I can forgive him, but should I still just let him go? The biggest thing that does hurt are his lies and deceitfulness. Like, how could he look me in the face and say he loves me, which I do know he means, and wants to be with me forever, which I also know he means, and still do that? I believe God has a redemption plan for everyone and don't want to call him a liar. But yeah, he's a believer too, but always seems to be struggling with the same root, pride and inadequacy. <gasps> Oof. <laughs> Wait a minute. This, oh, shoot. This last no, part. slow. Hold on. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> this last part, y'all, we weren't able to say out loud. However, it's very important. I feel like it's very critical information for our listeners to know regarding the advice that we move forward to give. Right? Um, I think we should know about the how. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But she said not to say the how? She said, don't say this next part out loud. No, she doesn't know, want. Let's, let's just let's just keep her trust. Okay, so we want to keep all of y'all's trust. Basically, we want y'all to know. We don't want people to stop army. emailing because they think we <laughs> snitching. So we're not going to expose anything. Okay, but we can say due to how you found out. Yes. Okay, you go. <laughs> I don't know how to say. Okay, so due to how you found out, you can't necessarily confront him. But once you know, you know. Can she? Could she? Because then I feel like, ugh, I feel like I'm about to give away stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dang it. Hey, we got to move on to a different. Nah, heck no, we got to tackle this, man. This is. Okay, so how would you feel if you were her? If I were her, I'd be like, okay. I, all right, okay. Deuces. So, so do, you, do, you, do, you, do you check my phone? Like, do you like scroll through my texts? And like I have, yes. You and like look at who I'm calling or like hmm. No, I don't look at who you're calling. 
Okay. Do you like scroll through my DMs, making sure I'm not having any I inappropriate don't go through your DMs, no. I go through all your stuff. You go through my DMs? All the time. You go through my phone? All the time. I feel so violated. Just checking. <laughs> ain't nothing high, ain't nothing high. But what if I do have something to hide? Then so then get... did you know about the birthday drive-by? No, I don't go through your phone like that. But sometimes, you know, you just kind of like, Who's she's she getting on my to? nerves. <laughs> and I don't trust her. I never go through your DMs. That is so funny. I I haven't. That's it. That's probably very naive of me. Yeah. Well, I think that. I don't know. Not, not that I don't trust you. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'm like, man. Like, especially if we're like lacking in intimacy. I'm like, what? Like, what, what is she doing? Like, where is she getting her fulfillment? Like, I have those Grey's Anatomy thoughts. So sometimes I feel disconnected. Mm-hmm. And so. I be thinking that like you're talking to me, you're talking to other people about me mm-hmm. because you're not communicating with me and I'm trying to figure out what the heck's going on. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'll go through your phone to make sure I'm not. Oh, to find out what you're missing? Like what you're yeah, doing wrong? Yeah, like well, you got to communicate it to somebody. Oh. Mm. Do you read my journal? I don't even know you have a journal. I didn't know you had a journal. I wouldn't read your journal. Would you not? I don't want to read your journal. I hope not. I don't like to read. I like small, look, text bubbles. I feel like I need to go back to the back in the day. Remember the journals with the locks on them? I need a, I need a journal with the lock on it. I could pick anything. So listen, guys. <laughs> I'm not safe. So listen, guys. Listen. Because that's why I was saying that because, never mind, you don't need to know. All right, this, so basically, like, this girl found out through... We have. They already figured it out. Yeah. She went through his phone, y'all. I'm so sorry. No, we have to take it out. <laughs> so no, it's a really critical piece of information. And if you are her friends, okay. All right. So the question was she asking? No, no, no. Forget that. The question she's asking is what gives with this guy? Why is this guy? Uh, you closed a ring. Why is this guy weird? You know why is this guy? you know, all of a sudden wanting to sleep with someone else when he claims that he wants to be with this woman, right? And it's not, I don't know why you're giving him this, like, you know, he has the sin of... Inadequacy. Inadequacy. Or feeling inadequate. And what? She said, she said, uh, pride and inadequacy. Pride and inadequacy. She said that's the root the root of his issue is self-control. It's not inadequacy. Make it plain, brother. I mean, I'm not trying to be, because I feel like sometimes I could come off as a simp or like the, the kind of whole type dude that just be like, yeah, that man need to get his life together. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm on the woman's side. But sometimes like, man, we have to take responsibility for the fact that we lack control in certain areas and this is what's happening right here so it's not it men men literally have we have two brains like we have our brain and then we we have like your penis yeah which like really controls a lot you know what i'm saying um and so it's so much happening in this situation because 
I feel like you've already decided that he's innocent. But you want to confront him, but you don't want to be like caught on how you confronted him. So like his you're allowing his sin to affect your like you being true. You know what I'm saying? You being true? Yeah, like she's not true. She's not being like a hundred percent with this guy only uh, because she was doing something she wasn't supposed to supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Now, would you confront me about something you found out in my text messages? Of course, and I I'd be like, yeah, I got your phone. That's why I'm able to open your phone. <laughs> if I need it, I need to use it. You know what I'm saying, or whatever. I want to look. Who cares? Ain't nothing to hide. You know, um, but like, I think that this woman has like I don't know I feel like she's giving this guy way too much leeway Mm -hmm. and I think like her heart is not being guarded Mm -hmm. and this guy obviously has a sense of self-control and if you a lack of self-control yeah yeah a a lack of self-control but if you allow this man to get to if you stay with this man and he knows you know that he has this issue and you call it inadequacy, that is a key for him to be able to do it again this with is, you. This is what we call enabling. Yeah. You're enabling a certain behavior and you're trying to excuse it away by saying he suffers from, you're trying to like, you're not a therapist. I mean, I assume you're not a therapist. You seem pretty young to be a therapist. And... um I just feel like you're trying to excuse his behavior away. You're trying to justify it in such a way that it makes you feel better about sticking around. When I feel like deep down inside, you know, you probably shouldn't stick around because love is an action. It's not just like something you say. It seems like like you keep putting in parentheses like I really like this. Guy. No, love, actually. And then you said, um, and he wants to be with me forever, which I also know he means. But how do you know he mean that? I mean, like, he probably he's... does want to be with her forever, but he also wants to be with other people. You know what I'm saying? Like, he could not be, he could be telling her the truth. I want to be with you. But being with her, like being with being with you requires a certain type of behavior. You know what I'm saying? And rules. So if he can't follow the rules mm-hmm. or the guidelines that exist in your like hey these are the necessary things i need to know to make you to make me believe that you want to be with me you know what i'm saying but this is this is behavior that says you don't want to be with me it says you want to be with this person you know or you want to be with me under these circumstances that i have to sleep with you you know what i mean and like i don't know i don't know what the story is for everybody but it's going to take a very self-controlled person Hmm. to like help you transition into a sex life if you don't have a healthy vision of sex Mm. you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so like okay so you're a virgin you love this guy he has needs and desires so he's already demonstrated the fact that he's not going you know what i'm saying like he's not going to wait so what happens when you know what i'm saying like you start you know you get married and everything's good and then you start to move toward this you know this sexual relationship and he can't be patient with you or guide you or help you along and be sensitive to some of the things that you're not interested in or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like it's going to take a lot of self-control and patience 
And this guy is already saying that he doesn't have that. And you're saying that he's inadequate. He, he's very adequate. You know what I'm saying? Like he's, he, I don't think it's rooted in inadequacy. <sighs> he sounds like a, a boy. And he is. He's really young. And it sucks because it's like not a lot of dudes out there. And I know you probably feel like, man, this guy will do. Like he's he's everything I want. He's oh just got these little issues. He's got these little issues. Just can't keep it in his pants. And that is very, very important. Because you can get a disease, you can get somebody else pregnant, then you're you know what I'm saying? Like, how long what is it gonna take for you to get this? You know what I'm saying? Like what what is it gonna take? What is he gonna have to do to show you that he is who he is? Cause she was like at for, at the beginning of the email, she's like, I don't believe that once a cheater, always a cheater. But then by the end of the email, he cheated she's again. Like, Maybe he is a cheater. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe that either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, once a I cheater, always a cheater. I think we all have. Um, I think we all have like the ability to grow, and especially you guys. You guys are so young. I don't think she wants us to tell you guys her age, but they are so young, and so I feel like there's still time for them to grow and mature. Um through this but but i think i think he needs to know i don't I'm not saying that you guys can't work out but i'm saying that he needs to know that this is a red flag and you don't even get to communicate with me after this and yeah I look through your phone call that in women's intuition and i looked through your phone and i found out exactly what i was being intuitively intuitively told by my spirit <laughs> i don't know you got to get you through this some way sis because women be doing that Y'all be acting like y'all got all the intuition. You be like, yeah, I can read people so well. And I be like, I read people well too. But you don't be listening to people I read. When I read, you know what I'm saying? You illiterate <laughs> when I read it. But when you read the people, you be like, yeah, I sensed it. I sensed it. I knew something was wrong with him. That's why I told you not to hang out with him. And I always listen to you. Yeah. Do you always? Yes. What? You are now more often than not. I mean, it's been a while since I've been like, hey, that guy's not giving me good vibes. Run. Babe. Yeah. I mean. It's been a minute. Yeah. But anytime you've done it, I said, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Whew. Um, do you want to do another one or? Let's try, man. That one was trash because your mom is sitting here serenading us. <laughs> what the heck is wrong with her, man? We got crap to do. She's ministering to us. She needs to get it together. Oh, Lord. Okay. We really do have, like, stuff going on. Okay. So, hey, Glenn and Yvette, loving this podcast and your family. You are all living testament to God's favor and glory. Praise God for the... the mm. I was trying to read it in a voice. Yeah, I know. The southern <laughs> voice that you always go to when you're trying to express yourself. Hey, Glenn and Yvette, loving this podcast and your family. You all are living... Are, you all are a living testament to God's favor and glory. Praising God for this millennial ministry of y'all's. You're killing the game. Thank you. Man, where do I even start? From the beginning, I guess. So, I'm a 31-year-old something. <laughs> what? Um, I don't know what I am. Whether I'm technically divorced or still married. Oh, okay. Let's get into this. Oof. But right now I'm in limbo and technically have been for the last five years. So let's say ex-husband for the sake of identity <laughs> were together since high school. We got married fresh out of college and moved back to Florida where we resided before I left to get my bachelor's in New York. Wait, you just left or you both left? Oh, 
here we go. Next sentence. We did long distance that whole time. And then he decided to move to New York for fall semester, my last year of school. So wrench number one. In 2011, another cheater. Sorry. Dang. <laughs> Editing that out. That was funny. <laughs> so, so keep it in. So wrench number one in 2011, he cheated right before we got married during spring. My last semester of school, he confessed. And as I prayed, fasted and sought lots of counsel, God confirmed he was my husband. So we got married May 11th. Oh, okay. It weighed heavy on him and he brought the guilt into our marriage. Fast forward, we moved to the DMV area early 2014 to find work and then trauma. I lost my mom unexpectedly, the person who was just about everything to me outside of God late 2014, and it shook up my whole life. I ended up going through a kind of depressing state and pushed my husband away, not really knowing how to deal. We went through so much, moving, getting new jobs, new cars, i.e. responsibilities, and I started to lose my faith. So him, not knowing how to handle a grieving wife, he kind of just ignored me. So we ended up separating and wrench number two, I found myself head over heels for another man. And for the sake of time, I'll say the grass was not greener on the other side. In fact, it was rotten. Ooh. I ended up leaving a really good man for a rotten one. Went through abuse with him, completely losing myself, then got pregnant and had my son five years later in 2019 with the same guy. Which, wh Which what guy? guy? What guy? <laughs> I got lost. Hold on. So him not knowing how to handle a grieving wife, he kind of just ignored me. So we ended up separating and wrench number two, I found myself head over heels for another man. And for the sake of then time, I'll say the grass was not greener on the other side. She had a, she, 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 this is the guy is with the guy who abused her. This this son yeah okay oh man I can say my God I can say my God restored everything plus more that was stolen from me from the enemy let's call it what it was through the birth of my son so wrench number three is I've come to a point in my faith where I'm all in for God but I'm just realizing that really what that really entails the fact that I possibly wouldn't be able to remarry if I wanted according to God's word. He ain't dead, but did commit adultery whilst separated. So did you, right? I don't know. I'm, I'm a little lost. The last wrench is that my ex-husband and I never legally divorced. Lord Jesus, this is a lot. Wait, so she, did she marry the second guy? No, because she was married to the first guy. Okay. I'm trying. The last wrench is that my ex-husband and I never legally divorced. Last I spoke to him, he didn't want to be friends or communicate to respect his current girlfriend. And he said he didn't believe in Jesus anymore because it's the white man's religion. This was maybe three plus years ago. So I have no idea on his current beliefs or relationships. So my question is now, how should I approach, contact him to really see where we're at legally first and then everything else? Or should I just throw the whole relationship away and forget about it and just continue to live out God's will? Celibate, single, and no mingle. Should I have hope in what once was with maturity and better days? I know there's a lot of baggage here. I'm so glad you recognize that because there's a lot. Yeah. 
But I also know God is God. God is God of impossibility and amazing testimony. The kinds of testimonies you know only God could do. And what God's been speaking to me lately in my alone time with him is a restoration. Sorry so long. Love you, fam. Okay. So I think you should reach out to him and get a divorce. Legally, right? She's she sounds like she's possibly hoping for a relationship with this guy. Yeah, but he don't want no relationship. But that was three years ago when she talked to him. You should reach out to him. The only reason you're not doing that is because you're scared. You're scared of being shot down. Mm. You know, like she's. So if we're understanding this correctly, you are no longer in a relationship with your son's father. Which it sounds like that was a very unhealthy place for you to be anyway. So definitely glad you were able to part ways from that relationship. Mm. But it does sound like you are wondering what could go down with your first husband. Like, could that relationship really pan out and work out? And so you want to reach out to him and see what's going on with him. Does he believe in the Lord again? Um, what's, what's happening. And so I think the first thing you should do is just reach out to him. Just maybe don't necessarily like say, Hey, I love you still come be with me type situation. Just say, Hey, how you doing? Just wanted to check in with you. I feel like we definitely have some loose ends that need to be tied up. And I was hoping that we mm. could. What? No man wants to be, we got loose ends to tie up. Yeah, I mean, they're married. I know, but he probably is like, I don't want to have this conversation or revisit this part of my life. Okay, well then, what but do that's, you mean? I'm just not saying that's not the language you use. You don't say okay, loose so ends to a guy. We don't say loose ends. Right, so I would just say, hey, I know that, I would say, hey, I'd like to talk to you in person so I can, I don't know. I know. Does I know she you need to go- talk to him in person? I think. I think one thing that is important, and I don't know if this has happened yet, and I don't want to be like a victim shamer or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's a victim in this situation. But I just want to make sure like you, even though you you were rightfully so to have uh, like complete like breakdown when your mom passed away, mm-hmm. you pushed them away. And I think there needs to be an apology. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I would say, hey. I want to reach out to you because I, I need to apologize to you. Mm, that's a really good point. And that is a good way to get someone to be mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll come through and talk to you. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. he might have some things he want to get off his chest. And so you make sure that you are prepared spiritually. Just know that he may say some things you don't want to hear or might mm-hmm. be, you know, might hurt you or whatever. But ask the Lord for a favor. And I would approach him and just say, hey, like, I need to apologize because I, I, I didn't know what to do. And I pushed you away. And I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm not asking that we get back into a relationship. I just want you to know that I'm sorry because I understand mm-hmm. what I did, you mm-hmm. know. And we should probably get a divorce <laughs> because I'm trying to move on and I can't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that is, like, and the only thing I would ask for you, like, you know, I'm so sorry. And I just want to hope you're well. I don't want anything from you, um, you know. I understand you don't want to be friends. It would make it would be great for us to be friends for me because I don't really have a lot of friends. Mm. But if you could, is, I, I'm not asking for that. Mm-hmm. I would really love an opportunity to just make sure that we like, if we could just do one thing is like, can we make the divorce final? Because I don't really feel good in conscience like moving. 
I wouldn't even say that. I would just say. Just can we make the divorce yeah. final, period. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's totally fine. If you can get the papers drawn up. <laughs> yeah, when you meet with him to apologize, that would yeah. be great. I hear it's expensive to get a divorce, though. That's probably why they haven't done it. Yeah, I hear it's expensive, too. Yeah. I had this one. I, I've been listening to um, Michelle Obama's. Becoming. Becoming book. And she goes, she's, oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I heard this on, sorry. You know, guys, me and Michelle Obama are like best friends. Oh, God. I'm just, okay. Anyways, I was saying that to say that I listen to everything, Michelle Obama. Okay. So anyways, I know, but I, don't I was, like it when you say I was that. listening to, gosh, why are you getting all frustrated and stuff? Don't say anything. Just, just, that wasn't a rhetorical You don't question. say anything. <laughs> Goodness gracious. We supposed to be in on the podcast. What are you talking about? Y'all, I just want y'all to know that um, I listened to the <laughs> the conversation between Michelle Obama and Oprah Winfrey on the Super Souls, whatever, her, her podcast that she does. And one of the things that Michelle said to, um, to Oprah was, she goes, you know, because I think her and Barack are about to be married like 46 years or something. Wait, or 36 or something? I don't know. They're about to be married a lot of years. And um, she goes, you know, would you like if if I was told at the beginning of this that we were going to be married for 50 years and eight of those years were hard, I'd still like marry him. Mm. And I was thinking about that, man. I was really thinking about that. Mm. Because when you think about it, like... Eight years is a long time. <laughs> what? But 42 years is an even longer time. But I was like, when she said that, I was like, well, is it eight consecutive years or is it just eight years over the time span of 50? Because eight consecutive years is hard. Mm -hmm. But. Was she, you think she was talking about the presidency? I'm pretty sure she was. Yeah. So it must have been consecutive. Yeah. I mean, but they dealt with quite a bit of different things. So they got married in 1993. I mean, 1992. So it's only 30 years. It'll be 30 years. Yeah. Like 20. Wait, what? 30 years? It'll be, it'll be 20. It'll be. Because I was born in 87. So that's five. That's the year John was born. So how old is John? 27. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Anywho. I just thought that was an interesting question to ask somebody. Like, if you know that this person you're going to be married to them for 50 years and eight of those years are going to be hard would you still marry them would you still marry me yeah six were hard damn what six a whole six a whole six yo i can't stand him but i'm 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 here <laughs> babe how married are you I'm still here. I'm so married. That you're still here. I'm still <laughs> here. I'm so married that um, I let you put that spit on my face earlier. When I put the kids <laughs> to bed earlier, Anaya kissed my face. Or one of the kids did. And they, like, kissed me on the cheek. And then had toothpaste, had on, toothpaste their on their mouth. So, like, I came down and we used the black toothpaste. And so the, the toothpaste, like, smeared Charcoal on my face. Toothpaste. And I just... I came downstairs and I was like, I felt my face. I was like, what is that? So I started 
looking like Uriah Bow. The other day, like Uriah Bow had jelly on his cheek, and he, I was like, Ryan, go wipe your face off. And he goes, Yeah. And, and he what, takes his tongue, for those of you listening, just takes his tongue and tries to reach his cheek. It was so disgusting. Yeah. And, and that's the, what Glenn started to do. Yeah. But the thing is, I just told Theo not to do that earlier because you know how, like, you brush your teeth and you got toothpaste all over your face? Mm-hmm. He was licking it off instead of rinsing <laughs> his face. I said, Boy, wash your face. Anyway, our Yvette, children just like the way toothpaste. Yvette taste. spit on her hand, did what mamas do to six-year-old kids. <laughs> spit on her finger and rubbed it off my face, and I said, "I have water right here." <laughs> just screamed it. Ugh, so uh, gross. Babe, how married are you? Babe, I'm still married that this morning. So Glenn and I worked on a schedule this weekend, mm-hmm. and he said, "Yvette, please, let's just do a load of laundry every day. Come on, let's just do it. Can you do it?" And I was like, "And I feel like it's kind of wasteful to just." You know, just, I don't know. Anyway. And so I was like, okay, this morning I woke up. When I woke up, I did a load of laundry and it's in a dryer. It's not folded, but it's done. It's clean. How's it feel? It doesn't feel no way because it's not folded. And I still have the load of laundry. Yeah, you still got a freaking load. <laughs> so basically I have three loads of laundry right now to fold. Yeah, because I was, so basically like, okay, so I learned. Old people are, got the old people know. So when I was a C, like CNA, you know, for this, I was a caretaker early in our marriage to try to make any money. God, goodness gracious. I hated this job. You know what I'm saying? Worst, like, I hated this job. And so I would have to, like, every morning I come in, I have to take the sheets off the bed and take all the laundry and put it into the washing machine. And then when it was finished, put it into the dryer and then fold it, put it back. But it was always, like, six or seven items. And I was like, man, they never have laundry. It's always clean because they're just washing it every day. And I was like, it's super convenient. And so I was like, man, we should implement this at the house. So I started to do it one week. And Yvette, like, you know, was just kind of looking at me like, you know, you're always doing the most type situation. But for that whole week, she everything was clean. As a matter of fact, she had a pile of clean clothes on top of her <laughs> Uh, to put away yeah and i didn't put them away because he didn't fold them like i like to fold them because i do the Marie Kondo thing and it's always something anyway i know yeah i work he ain't through with me yet god ain't through with me yet me neither i'm not through with you either and that's why i'm still here (laughs) (laughs) and that's that's just just how married we are (laughs) 